Um, carbon compliance, as I say, is, is on-site generation of energy, so PV, solar hot water. It also looks at these district systems, and, and hopefully this afternoon, what we'll, what we'll try and do is we're going to say our development needs to get code level four, and you'll come up with an idea of how you're going to do that. But um, an on-site district system would comply as on-site, on so that's the CHP systems Dave was talking about on your site where you distribute the energy to all your flats and houses. Combined with the fabric standards, that should reduce CO2 emissions by 70%. So if you, if, you know, the slice of the pie, we've taken out 70% now. The remaining 30% to get to zero carbon and then the extra 50% I was talking about earlier for appliances is all going to be dealt with by something called allowable solutions. Now, the, the government has sort of told us what that's, that's going to be, but they, they haven't defined how the, sorry, the size of that's what it's going to be, but how it's going to be provided they haven't confirmed. Um, some of the probables that are, are sort of being bandied around at the moment, it's almost like Chinese whispers, no one knows, but um, retrofitting nearby buildings has been suggested. So you're building this, this estate, but the next door estate is still old solid wall houses. Perhaps you'll give them £100,000, a million pounds, to, to invest in solid wall insulation or something similar, and that would calculate as an offset of the energy you need. Um, investing in community heat networks, exactly like the one you've got here in Sheffield, that might be a way where the local authority would run it and would receive money from different developers to develop this heat network, you know, um, and thereby offsetting, I suppose, the, the carbon emissions. Another idea is the National Energy Fund, which is a bit like you were talking about in the sense that um, if you're on a site where you can't generate anything, you give money to the government and then they invest it perhaps in a more appropriate area, like you say, like Cornwall for, for solar, for example. Um, uh, and finally, advanced building controls. No one's clarified what these are, but I think we're all familiar with the idea of smart meters, and perhaps our houses will become more like hotel rooms where you know you come in, you swipe your card, and it turns everything on. That that kind of thing. So so you can't leave lights on when you're not there. That kind of stuff. So so there are potentials. They're there at the moment. The the, the the total of these allowable solutions effectively will be as as big as all the efficiencies we've made by improving our fabric and on-site renewables. So it's going to be massive and I think what's going to be interesting is A, I think consultants like us are going to make a lot of money advising people how to do it, but you as planners are going to have to understand this because you're going to be the ones setting the, the requirements. Um, and it, it's going to be complex, you know, people are going to be saying well, we'll, we'll give you this money for a heat network or perhaps we'll do that nearby a state or why can't we do the National Energy Fund and, and so you'll need to, you know, you'll need to work your way through that minefield.